0: Okay, good afternoon, I'm Patrick McGinn. I'm your lawyer, and I'm your best friend at your worst time. And welcome to my first ever live, which is gonna end up being a podcast. It's my Law in the Life podcast, or my Law in the Life live, or my Law in the Life show, or whatever it is. Being the first one, this is the first time I've ever gone live on any platform. Uh, we'll try to figure out, I'll try to figure out how it works and how we're gonna do it, and what's a good schedule to maintain and uh what works for my viewers and followers also i'm planning on doing it every wednesday maybe somewhere between three and five o'clock maybe six o'clock eastern time after people get off work i'll figure that out later i just wanted to get it in today i had a short day in court so i wanted to get this off the ground and get some information out for everybody that follows me on the different platforms, I'm on YouTube, I'm on TikTok, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Instagram, uh, of course, Facebook, Snapchat, and Tumblr. And I've got a bunch of questions from followers and friends about family law. And I've, I've got together a few of them today that I would like to go over and just the most popular ones. I'm getting now more questions that I'm able to answer. So I will, I will go over the questions that I have so far on a list. I got about 10 questions, It'll take about 30 minutes, answer any questions that you may have in between while it's going on related to family law. I'm a Florida attorney. The only thing I know is Florida law. I practice family law, criminal defense, and personal injury. I really don't know a lot about other areas of law, but I do know lawyers in those fields that uh, if you have an issue that may be able to help you out but it's strictly Florida law, so if you have a question about Florida family law, criminal law, or personal injury, I should be able to answer that for you, at least I hope so. Anyway, to get off with the first question, the first one's really a basic one, is what is family law? Family law in Florida is a collection of statutes that address relationships. Part of it addresses the forming of relationships. These are personal relationships, not business relationships, of course who basically who can get married when you can get married what you have to do to get married to have a relationship that's not really the part of the statutes that I deal with unfortunately I deal with what happens when a relationship breaks down I deal with family law cases such as domestic violence divorce paternity And the new red flag laws, if you didn't know that, the new red flag laws or the risk protection order or extreme risk protection orders that Florida passed last year are covered under the domestic violence statutes, under the domestic violence rules. So if you get one of those or you get a stalking petition filed against you or repeat violence, anything like that, any of the violence petitions, those are all handled in family law court. The only part of family law I don't do is adoptions. I have a lawyer in Dayland that does adoptions and I send all the stuff to her for adoptions. I do the other areas, primarily divorce, paternity, and domestic violence and the other violence injunctions. Um, As far as a divorce, what do you do when you want to file for divorce or you want to dissolve that relationship? The same goes with a petition for paternity is you have to petition a court or a determination for paternity, I might say. You have to petition the court for the relief. The relief is either domestic violence, injunction, divorce, determination of paternity, child support, time sharing, all those issues. So you have to file your petition with the court. What a lot of people have a problem with is they do the filings, and a lot of people represent themselves. Well over, I think 90, 95% of people in family law, the litigants in family law represent themselves. They don't have an attorney, they're called pro se clients. They file these papers in these cases, and then they get stuck because they don't know what to do with them. They don't know how to move the case along and they run into problems getting their case and the case ends up lingering. So you go down to the clerk of the courts and they have all these forms available for the different filings. And although they may call it a self-help desk at the clerk's office, it's really nothing more than a place to sell you a set of forms. And they're not expensive. I think the most expensive packet is $20. but. You don't have to go down there and pay for those forms. You can get them all online. If you go, if you Google Florida Family Law Forms, the first response is the state's court website where all those forms are located. And the forms have instructions in the preambles. Okay, let me pause for a minute. Look here. Somebody has a question. I have a domestic, I have a misdemeanor domestic violence case from five years ago. Can I expunge it? If it's a criminal case and the result was a withhold of adjudication or you were found not guilty, yes, you can expunge it. If it is a civil injunction case and the injunction still exists, there's no expunging on those. uh, You can move to dissolve the injunction, but uh, you you can't expunge a civil case. Um, So that covers... That covers my previous question, covers the filing for divorce. It's the same for paternity. You file a petition for paternity, and as well as divorce, you include in that establishment of a parenting plan, uh, time sharing with the children, child support, uh, resolving the financial issues, if there are any, real estate, cars, all that kind of stuff. Um, The next question I got are family law cases, public record. Yes, family law cases are public record. You can get on the different clerk sites in the state of Florida and you can look up somebody's divorce case. And you can see what's been filed. Uh, In some cases, you can read the actual documents of the allegations and everything that's going on in the case. Uh, That's one thing you have to be concerned with when you're filing stuff. Realize that it is public record and people can see it. So if there's something that maybe you don't want in there, just seek counsel and be very careful about what you're filing as far as allegations go. But yes, they are public record. On domestic violence cases, domestic violence cases used to be public record the moment they were filed. Florida passed a new statute which keeps them confidential until service occurs and then they become public record. You can go on on there, but not necessarily look at the documents because I think the clerk still blocks the documents, so you would have to request the actual documents. And lately in Broward County, Broward County, some some of the domestic violence cases aren't even showing up in the clerk's website search. Some of them show up with nothing in it. Some of them show up with the documents listed in the docket, but not available. So I, th- I guess they're still working that out, but that's just, that's how it works with public records. Anything, Basically anything you file in court is a public record unless a judge orders something to be held confidential. Um, why do I practice family law? That's, that's a question I get all the time. A lot of lawyers hate family law, they hate divorce, they hate domestic violence. It's highly emotionally charged, it's a very, contentious litigatory process, because basically you have either family members, loved ones, or former loved ones who are battling out a personal issue in family court. Um, It stresses a lot of lawyers out and they don't practice that area. I get a lot of my cases referred from other lawyers who just don't want anything to do with domestic violence or divorce or paternity or anything like that to me personally I used to be a police officer I was a homicide detective before I became a lawyer and I worked in that environment and to me that was a little bit stressful but practicing family law and domestic violence for me personally is not stressful I enjoy the uh, I enjoy the back and forth in court I enjoy the court battles I enjoy a case that settles where both people walk out happy which does happen quite often and Basically, I kind of fell into family law. I was practicing, when I got out, I intended to practice personal injury and criminal defense, and then I got a divorce case, and then I got another divorce case, and then I got a domestic violence case. And I just started snowballing, so I practiced quite a bit of family law, quite a bit of criminal defense, and I practice personal injury that deals with car accidents, but I only take cases which involve pretty significant injuries or death cases. So that's why I practice family law and the other areas a law, obviously criminal law, because I used to be a policeman. I'm familiar with the process. I was a policeman here in Miami-Dade County for years and years and years. And I know the system very well. I know a lot of players in the system and that's just a natural for me. Um, the personal injury, that was about my expertise. When I was a policeman, I was an accident reconstructionist. I was a senior accident reconstructionist. I investigated death cases that, occurred during traffic accidents with you know commercial vehicles, automobiles, pedestrians, the whole nine yards. And I was responsible for reconstructing those cases, presenting them to court if there were criminal cases involved, and testifying in civil cases, as well as I was an expert witness in that field. So that's why I practice personal injury as related to traffic accidents and traffic cases. Alright, we got another question in here. My friend is paying child support on a child that is not his. What he can what can he do? It's called a petition to de-establish paternity. You have to de-establish the paternity. There's certain rules that go along with that, certain criteria you have to meet, and but that's the basic petition of how you do that. Alright, for the next question. We covered public record. So how do I file a family law case? Florida has online filing now, but most people who are pro se or unrepresented are still filing at the courthouse. If you're gonna go ahead and file and you're gonna file personally at the courthouse, take all your documents down to the 175 Northwest First Avenue in Miami to the family law courthouse. In Briard County, it is 201 Southeast Sixth Street in Fort Lauderdale, third floor. Dade County is 12th floor, I believe. You go in there, you wait in line, and you can personally file it there. Um, some people are savvy enough to create their online filing accounts and they get on there. I haven't seen a case that was initiated by a per se online, but I do have cases where per se's have gotten online and gotten an online account and are filing their cases online. Uh, what are the rules in family law cases? There's a lot of rules in family law cases. As a matter of fact, I'll show you. This is the court's rule book. It's a little old because they're all online now and I don't order the books anymore. But this covers the rules for civil procedure, criminal procedure, family law, judicial administration, and all the rules that govern the different courts in the state of Florida. The family law rules the family law rules used to be part of the civil procedure rules, but a couple years ago they made specific family law rules, which is rule, the 1200 rules, and the forms of the 12.9 whatever are the standard family law forms. So the 1200 rules cover everything from family law. They also cover domestic violence. So if you, if you have an issue, a procedural issue, the rule is the place to go. But most people don't check that, especially pro se. Uh, a lot of lawyers don't know that the domestic violence cases fall under the family law rules, so a lot of people get in jams, procedural jams, with their cases, and they don't know what to do because they don't know how to look up the rules and find the rules and satisfy whatever's going on in their case to move it forward, and their case gets stuck and lingers a little bit. Let me move this camera down some, since I messed it up with my book. Okay. For the next question, family law orders What happens if I can't afford a lawyer? That is like 90, 95, maybe 99% of the people who deal with family law. Most people in family law cases can't afford lawyers, don't have lawyers for whatever reason and represent themselves. There's good to it and there's bad to it. The good to it is you're not paying lawyer fees. Lawyers are very expensive and I, I certainly realize that And it's got to the point where a lot of people can't afford a lawyer and maybe a lawyer has become a privilege in some types of cases, especially family law cases. And this part of the reasons why I give out information on these cases is because I know most people can't afford lawyers. Um, When you can't afford a lawyer and you're representing yourself, you're called pro se, which is a self represented litigant. And you're expected to know the rules. The judges in family law give, per se, litigants a lot of leeway because they realize they're not lawyers, even though they're supposed to follow the rules like the lawyers. Um, some some of the per se cases are nightmares. They file all kinds of crazy things. Some of them are, do a pretty good job of actually researching case laws and filing um, coherent, well-written, papers and pleadings in their case. Um, i really rather have a lawyer on the other side than a pro se, but I do have a lot of cases that involve pro se's on the other side, and usually I'm able to work with them, especially when we get to mediation, and you can actually sit down and talk to somebody on a one-on-one level or a three-way level and try to work the case out. Um, The next question leads into what is family law mediation? in florida you're going to be required to go to mediation in a divorce or a paternity case they don't for obvious reasons they don't mediate domestic violence cases but they do mediate the other family law cases so you go to mediation you can do a couple different things in mediation you can settle nothing you can settle part of your case or you can settle your whole case Um, if you settle nothing the next thing is, is you're going to go to trial you're going to get the trial date if you settle part of the case you can sign off on a partial Um, settlement agreement and then the rest of the issues will go to trial if you settle your whole case you sign off on the settlement agreement, it's presented to the court the court signs it case is done and closed Um, another word about mediation is mediation is by the hour when you use a private mediator and it's like paying another lawyer when you go to the mediation unit it's also by the hour but it's a lot cheaper, it's based on income It just depends on where the judge refers you to. Um, My preference is to go to a private mediator. It seems like the cases there settle more often than they do at the mediation unit in the courthouse. Mediation unit in the courthouse, in my opinion, tries to push you along within two hours. And then if you don't get anywhere in two hours, they're gonna boot you out. Whereas a private mediator will hang in there as long as they're making progress on the case for as long as it takes. I've had mediations that have gone multiple days. Uh, All day mediations are not uncommon, they happen a lot. But I find that, at least in my clients, from what my clients tell me, they are more satisfied compared to the clients that go to trial. The clients that go to mediation seem to be more satisfied with the outcome because they had a bigger hand in arriving at that outcome and determining that outcome. so that's family law mediation. What if I can't afford a lawyer? Will legal aid represent me? Legal aid, legal aid especially in Miami-Dade County, is overstaffed like crazy. Um, I've had a couple cases with legal aid on the other side, and it seemed to take them months and months and months before they ever got on the case. I get a lot of calls from people that tell me they went to legal aid four, five, six months ago and they still haven't heard from the legal aid attorneys. Um, I see legal aid represent people every now and then in domestic violence as well as paternity actions and divorce actions or dissolution of marriage actions. But it's very, very infrequent. I know they have only a handful of lawyers in Dade County Legal Aid. I know they're seriously overworked and their caseload is crazy. The next question is, Is child? what is child support court? Is that different than family law court? Child support court is done over on the Overtown Village <coughs> by the Metro Rail. It's three or four, maybe five blocks away from the family law courthouse, which is right across from the main Dade County Courthouse. In child support court, the state attorneys in Dade County represent the state or the Department of Revenue. In Broward County, it's the Attorney General's office, and Child Support Court is done in front of hearing officers. Uh, It used to be the only thing they did in Child Support Court was to determine paternity and establish child support, and that was it. If you wanted to spend time, if you wanted to have time sharing with your child, you were just basically out of gas in Child Support Court. New statute passed not too long ago where they now have to address a parenting plan and at least do a basic parenting plan i haven't had a case over there in the last couple years that included a parenting plan what i do in most of my cases i'll get a lot of cases that start in child support court and the parents will go one parent will go hey i don't get any time sharing with my kid I'll file a petition to establish time sharing over in family law get everything moved over there and dealt with with a circuit court judge. That's what I try to do in those types of cases. And then you get your, you know, you get your family law, or you get your your time sharing, your parenting plan, your parental responsibility determinations over there and you can get on with your life. A lot of people don't realize that process and they keep trying to go back to the child support court and it just doesn't work for them. Under the new statute, it may work a little better. It hasn't been my experience. Um, I haven't had that many cases over there lately, so good luck with that. I think the best option is, is do it in family court. File that petition in family court, get everything else moved over. And then if there's any child support issues that come up after the filing, the circuit court judge can deal with that also. All right. Legal aid. All right, what is a deposition? I do a lot of videos on depositions because I'm big on depositions, especially in domestic violence cases. When you file a domestic violence case, the petitioner, who's the person that files the case, the respondent is the person who the case is filed against. The petitioner goes down, sits with a paralegal from the clerk's office, tells them the story. The paralegal types it out. And Bri- that's in Dade County. In Broward County, you have to handwrite it out yourself, but in Dade County, the paralegal will type it out. Whatever you tell them. They're gonna type it. There's a lot of there's a lot of exaggeration, there's a lot of of murkiness, a lot of incomplete facts that I see in domestic violence petitions. And one way to clear that up is to do a deposition of the petitioner. And that way you know when they go to court, you know what they're gonna say, and you're not gonna get hit with something that surprises you there in court that sends your case into a tailspin. So you go to a deposition in front of a court reporter, if the other side is represented their lawyers, they're also representing them. And you ask questions under oath, it's basically a sworn statement and the court reporter stenographer is typing it up and they produce what is called a transcript and this is a deposition transcript. When you go to trial or you need the transcript, they'll type it up for you. They can be quite expensive. They run anywhere from I see them from as cheap as a dollar fifty per page up to five dollars per page. A lot of it depends on the time frame that you need it in. If you need it in a very short time frame, it's going to be very very expensive. If you can wait a month to get it, then you're probably going to get the cheapest rate. And what you use depositions for are discovery and impeachment. Basically, to find out what's going on. And when you're doing cross-examination of a witness or direct examination, you're indexing and referring to the deposition, making sure that they say the same thing that they said in the deposition. So if they get up in court and you're doing a cross-examination and they say, you know, they give one set of facts and one story on the stand, but in the deposition, they said something different you use the deposition to impeach them. You call that to their attention. Well, didn't you say in the deposition? And you start hammering them with the, isn't it true questions, which you know is, is very bad for them when they get impeached on their own testimony. All right. So that covers what is a deposition. How long does a divorce case take? It can take a very long time. If you have... If you have an uncontested case, you can file the case, file a settlement agreement, same time you file the petition, and then a few weeks later, settle for final hearing and be done. Uncontested cases, which are the type of cases I do. I've only done a few uncontested cases. I usually get involved in cases that are high conflict, high litigation cases where there's going to be a lot of back and forth in those types of cases in dade county it's not uncommon for a case to last 12 14 months before it's completely resolved it comes down to how much or what issues the parties are in agreement with and what issues have to be battled out in court or mediation or whatever so it comes down to you know how 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 well you can negotiate and mediate your case. The more issues you have that have to go forward, the longer your case is gonna take. Now I've had cases where there were the people were married, it's a short-term marriage, there may be a squabble over some bank accounts and a car or two, they have no children, they have no real estate, they have no other assets or liabilities. Um, we can get those cases in, you can get them filed get the financial disclosures done and get it mediated and be done with it in maybe four months, five months. But those types of cases are fairly rare. Most of the cases I get involved in are a year long, 14 months long, some even longer. I have one that's on 20, I think 27 months because the craziness just keeps going back and forth that you have to deal with in the case from both sides just battling out over you know significant assets, significant liabilities, significant properties. And it, it just all depends on what's involved in your case. You can't really say. What it comes down to is, I can't tell you how, how long your case is gonna take. It just depends on what what type of issues or what major issues you can settle and how soon you could settle. Which flows into the next question is, how much does a divorce cost? There's no way to tell. I mean i got i have people i think the cheapest divorce i've ever done over the course of the divorce was maybe ten thousand uh, it's not uncommon for divorce cases to run in excess of a hundred thousand again it depends on the types of case the type of case the type of assets the uh the amount of assets the amount of liabilities uh, the amount of properties involved you know if there's a lot of real estate involved investment portfolios So the answer is it depends it can be anywhere from a few thousand to tens of thousands or more okay next question i had a domestic violence injunction a permanent domestic violence injunction entered against me last week how can i get it to go away a lot of people domestic violence is different domestic violence in my opinion differs significantly from family law in that a finding of domestic violence has serious, possibly lifelong consequences. It can affect your constitutional rights. If If there's an injunction entered against you, it can affect your constitutional rights. It can affect your ability to obtain employment. It can affect your ability to obtain housing. A lot of people are under the impression, and I see this, this has been my experience from being in court and watching hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of these cases. People truly believe that they can go into domestic violence court and go, Judge, none of that happened. It's not true. It's all a lie. And the judge is absolutely going to believe them and dismiss the case. And they're shocked when they get a permanent injunction entered against them and they're walking out of the courthouse and they're just they're in a daze because they can't believe that the judge didn't believe them without presenting any evidence based on the consequences you face a lot of a lot of what I see the se people, the people that represent themselves go into court and they don't understand and they're not able to properly enter evidence um, they're not given the proper testimony and they're not Properly challenging allegations made by the other party. And the same thing goes for petitioners. Petitioners are are equally as, as deficient in presenting their cases. I've seen cases where if the petitioner had a lawyer, that the petition would have been entered, where they didn't and it was dismissed. And the same for respondents on the other side. So my advice is always, as in practically any case, Always have representation when you're facing an allegation of domestic violence, whether it's criminal or it's an injunction case, or any of the violence, that goes for any of the violence injunctions, dating, dating violence, repeat violence, stalking violence, any of those violent injunctions, red flag laws, risk, risk, risk protection orders, any of those cases that go forward against you. It's always, if you can afford it, best to have a lawyer. Um, let's go back to my online list here. All right, can you tell me about family law in Colorado? I can't, I don't know anything about Colorado. The only thing I know is family law, family law, criminal law, and personal injury law in the state of Florida. I'm not licensed to practice anywhere else. I don't go outside the state of Florida. The only things I do outside the state of Florida is if I co-counsel on a federal case say in New York or Los Angeles, and I do expert witness testimony for accident reconstruction issues in other jurisdictions. Uh, I've been certified as an expert by courts in other jurisdictions in New York and Illinois and California and several other places. Okay, let's see. Here's a good one. I was arrested for a misdemeanor and I don't need a lawyer. Okay. If you don't need, a, if you don't think you need a lawyer, then I guess you don't need a lawyer. I would not advise you to go into court without a lawyer. Here's what I see in misdemeanor court. In misdemeanor court, what happens is in the county court system is people go in there, and the state goes, "Hey, we'll give you a program." we'll give you a treatment we'll give you this plea offer or whatever and they're like you know it gets the case over right then and there they go ahead and accept it and the state issue the state gives those pleas. I think for two reasons one because they have a lot of cases two because a plea you know getting a plea doesn't involve the resources of going to trial and they still get kind of the conviction or they still get the resolution of the case But sometimes I just wonder if they give the plea just because they know the person is gonna violate. If you take a plea and part of it's probation, you violate the probation, then they hammer you. And you gotta be very careful accepting the state's plea, especially in drug-related cases. If somebody has a drug problem and you plea them to a misdemeanor drug case, which involves random testing with or without treatment, That can be a problem because there's a lot of recidivism on those types of cases. And if they violate probation and get charged with the probation violation, it's a lot easier for the state to prove the probation violation than it is the original charge. So not really family law related, but um, it could be as far as, you know, Criminal domestic violence cases. There's two flavors of domestic violence, just so everybody understands. There's two flavors of domestic violence. There's civil domestic violence, which deals with the domestic violence injunctions, and there's criminal domestic violence, which deals with the misdemeanor and the felony uh, domestic violence cases. The criminal cases are the batteries, the assaults, the sexual batteries, the ag assaults, the ag batteries, stuff like that. The misdemeanors are the or misdemeanors are the simple assaults the simple battery, the cases that are in county court. So you have several different flavors of domestic violence. A lot of people get them mixed up. I get a lot of, of criminal domestic violence cases where people get arrested on domestic violence charges and they hire me to represent them on the criminal case. And then a week later, they get served with the domestic violence petition and the civil side and they think it's the same case. I'm like, no, no, it's a different case. You have to hire, you either have to hire me on that case too, or you have to hire somebody else to represent you on that case for the reasons I previously explained. Uh, let's look and see if there's anybody floating around. I got everybody joined, so no, there's nobody floating around waiting to join. If anybody has a question, uh, I got the last question off the list. I got all my questions off my list, and if there's anything else, let me know, and we'll wrap it up here. It's been a great thirty minutes. Um, we'll eventually I'll get this all worked out where it all flows smoothly. I'll get all my technology together, but this is my first time doing it, and it went pretty well. The camera didn't fall over. I didn't say any bad words. I didn't say anything too terrible, so. I think it went pretty well. Tell me what you think. Leave a comment. I'll post this on my YouTube channel. Um, You can also find me on Instagram under Magic City Lawyer. uh, TikTok under The Magic City Lawyer. Uh, Of course, my Facebook. My Facebook group, Ask a Florida Divorce Lawyer. My website, my law firm page on Facebook, which is the Law Offices of Patrick J. McGee and P.A. My regular website is pjmlawyer.com. Um, I'm on LinkedIn under Patrick McGeehan. Feel free to connect with me on any of those sites. Um, right now, I'm doing the live on Facebook. I don't know if it's better to do an on Instagram or one of the other platforms, but I started on Facebook to see where that goes. Let me know in the feedback or questions or comments or whatever on what you think was a better platform, or maybe do it on multiple platforms. I thought about doing it on multiple platforms and switching back and forth with, with two cameras between you know Facebook and Instagram or whatever, but I don't know how that would work, and I didn't want to try it for the first time. So let me know what you think in the comments. Thanks for taking the time to join in and take a look here to see what was going on. I really, really appreciate it. In the meantime, feel free to DM or text any email even any questions you may have about Florida family law, criminal law, or personal injuries. Um, My practice is pretty much Dade, Broward, and Palm Beach for family law and criminal law. I will go down to Monroe County and the Keys every now and then. I really hate cases down there because if you're not from the Keys and you get a case down there, they, I don't personally, I don't think they treat you the same way as they treat their own residents. I think they jam tourists up down there. And they will arrest tourists like, without a second thought. Um, personal injury cases I'll handle statewide, depending upon the type of case. And if you have any questions regarding any of those areas of law, please feel free to contact me by any of the available means that you find. Thanks a bunch. This is the Life, the Law, and the Life podcast. Today was mainly mainly family law. Any other topics you'd like to have covered? Let me know. I'm going to try to do this maybe every week on Wednesday. Try to figure out a time that's good where everybody can participate and go from there. Thanks a bunch. See you next week.